What's up, everybody? Welcome to another show. This is How Do You Love Me? I'm Trey. And I'm Q. And listen, I want y'all to think about this. If y'all ever played poker, if you play poker or you've seen poker, the main thing that they always show is when they push all the chips in and they say what? All in. Today's episode, that's what we're talking about. All in or stay out. Coming up. And we are back. Q. I mean, we see you. You got your red on, your lips on. <laughs> How full is your cup this week? I remember I was on like 95 last week. Yes, indeed. I'm probably on 90 right now. We record these episodes on the weekend, y'all. And this I'm week? just I'm just drained. Okay. Like it's a good drain. Cause you know, like you need to fill your social meter and go hang out with people and do stuff and Get a little bit of exercise, and we did that, but I'm ready for it to slow down a little bit for Monday to come and for me to get back to my regular stuff. Chilling. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm yeah. on about 90. I'm I'm pretty, I'm in the same boat, but you know me, I'm always on the go and doing something anyway. So it's like, it's the, it's the tired, but it's that fulfilling one. Yeah. You know, like you said, but I am a bit tired. Anyways... I'm on a 93.3. You was trying to beat me? No. Oh. No, I wasn't. Like like I said, I average inside that, you know, mm-hmm. inside that going off of a few hours of sleep, getting up, going, and, you know, because I don't really take naps like that. Yes, That's man. hard for me. So if I don't get enough sleep, enough hours the night before, I'm just going to be... And it's just going to have to be because I don't get to take naps like that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I had a great week. Just like she said, the tiredness is is upon me. Yeah, because Friday night, was it Friday? Yeah. Yeah, Friday, Friday night, we it went and, talk, you know, hang, hung out with some friends, stayed out until 2 in the morning. 2 a.m. Next morning, got I got up. Trey got up, had to go. He had to go to work. I got up to Going to search for some coffee. I went to Black Coffee. And then I was gone from there. And then we didn't get home. We didn't leave where we were. So we probably didn't get make it home until about 1230. Mm. And then we had to go to church this morning. And I knew it was bad because somebody, like I was ushering this morning. And somebody at church was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. They can tell. I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> and it was so funny because, like, even Pastor said yeah, it. Yeah. He was like, sometimes you may not feel it. And we just have to know. And I was like, is he talking to me? Probably not because it was a couple people. Because I was struggling today. I was trying. I really was. I was just really tired. And then I made the mistake of not getting any coffee or a monster or whatever. So... Yeah. So anyways, we're on 90. I don't have an attitude or anything about it. No, she's been great, you know. She just has some good old ice cream. So, yeah, Mm, it's good. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, what we we jumping into today? Real quick, though, before we get into that, go ahead. If you're new here, man, go ahead and hit the like button just because you're new here. 
And if you've been coming, hit the like button because you love us. Yeah. I need y'all to comment. Sometimes. Yeah, that too. Go ahead and say something. That's what, that's say hey. I'll be missing. Like, leave a comment. I, I love I the love likes. Yeah. Love the views. Leave a comment. Yeah, do Tell that. Tell me for. something you want to see on the podcast. Tell me something you didn't like. I mean, you know, but be nice. Y'all don't know, just say something. You know. Yes, do that. Interact with us. But I do appreciate the likes. Yeah, we love that. We love y'all. We love that. We're gonna keep going. Yeah, today. Sure. Like Trey said in the intro, we're talking about all in or stay out. Mm-hmm. Now, this was kind of brought up. You know how we do. I was watching this show called This Is Pop. And there was an episode of Boys to Men on. And this had nothing to do with marriage. But, you know, sometimes when you see stuff in other places, it can always be tied back Look, into marriage. Draw that inspiration. Yeah, Just it can always be drawn into something else. Facts. Anyways. Facts. Basically, one of the members of Boys to there were there are four members of Boys to Men, and I didn't pay too much attention to Boys to Men. I didn't pay like they weren't my favorite, so I didn't know who they were. I only knew Wanye, and basically one of the guys, I don't know none of them. <laughs> yeah, he left the group or whatever. It, sorry, y'all, if you already know all this information. Anyways, he left the group and then came back in like 2012 and was like, you know, my brothers, they didn't. Basically, he was just saying like they weren't there for me and they didn't. They probably didn't understand, but basically he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and mm. his like he never told the rest of the group members like, hey, y'all, I just got diagnosed. Instead, he was late to like rehearse. I don't know. Rehearsal shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. He had an attitude. And then, you know, but like when you don't know. It just looked like you trash. It looked like you. I mean, like you like, who do you think you are? He probably looked like a diva. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Thought he was later. Michael Jackson. Yeah, because. When he oh, was Tito. Because, well, he was like different. He was the one that did the the real deep voice on I'll Make Love. To, well, I guess that's his, his his thing in the group. He's the deep voice. One. Gotcha. Gotcha. But anyways, yeah. So it just made me think about it because it's like if you let people know ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going through something. They're more willing to work with you and accommodate you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't tell them that, then you leave them to be able to make their own assumptions about why you act in a certain way or why you're absent or something like that. So ultimately, they basically like he wanted to get back in the group and they were like, look, dude, if you're going to come back, you need to you got to sign some paperwork. All right. Make sure that business is right. I signed some paperwork. Now, that's where I dropped off because, of course, then I went and did my little research. And I was like, who is this? Anyways, then I started hearing buzz. You know, look, Dr. Dre was getting a divorce. Right? Mm-hmm. And basically, the report said he has allegedly been ordered to pay his ex-wife $293,000 per month. Wow. In spousal support. Wow. Okay, now I don't know what's going on in their marriage. Ain't nothing about business, but 290000 So what is, well, maybe we'll get into that. What is spousal support? I mean, I know it's. just it's, like child support before the spouse. So they don't got no kids? They probably do. Wouldn't that be crazy? What? Maybe they don't. We're going to look that up. But anyways, so he was ordered to pay $293,000 per month in spousal support, and it must be made on the first of every month, just like the rest of our bills. 
And she will receive this support from him until she either remarries, enters another domestic partnership, or she dies or he dies. And so basically this started up a big spark. Boy, that's crazy. That's wild. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was a delayed. Yes, it was a delayed reaction because uh. <laughs> I I'm gonna let you keep going. I was trying to find his kids because I'm like maybe she getting all this money because they got a couple of young kids and you know yeah. you gotta make sure that each household is about yeah, like is equal. comfortable yeah. to the other. Right. You can't be going to a mansion this week and then the projects. You know, right. for three weeks, you can't do that. Right. I'm thinking that's why, y'all. Doctor Dre, Doctor Dre's children, thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty, twenty four, and twenty. So, uh, just off of those numbers, those ages, Ooh, I'm gonna say that spousal support is legitimately for her. Yeah. That is wild. Otherwise, it'd be called child support. There must have been, I don't know, I didn't look it up to see if they had a prenup or some kind of, I don't know, but it must have been serious. That's wild. You know I mean, like, she must, they must. You saying, have, like, she must know some secrets that. I'm sure she did. Look, look, look. I need, you're going to have to give me 300000 or I'm snitching. If her story was anything like, wasn't it Michelet? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's her name. I hope I'm mm-hmm. not mixing that up with somebody with the high school with. <laughs> nah, you're not. You're not. Um, if, if her story was anything like hers, then I'm sure she was probably getting that head beat in. God, she was dog. getting talked to crazy. So I'm sure that money is well earned. Mm. But, okay, so here's why I brought this up. Because the conversation that I've been seeing on, like, well, I'm not on Twitter, but I see, like, reposts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, basically... There's some men out there who feel like this is not fair. All right. They like, this is why I don't want to get married anyway. Cause women is trifling. They be doing stuff like this and you know, notice the roll in my neck or whatever. Yeah. They ain't doing none of that. Um, they de- I mean, I don't know. Yeah. They so anyways, do, actually, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> there have been a lot of comments from women saying like, sir, sir, you broke. So if you pay spousal support, you probably paying like, you know, a hundred dollars, <laughs> and you mad? Like you got like you trying to use to that as the reason why you ain't yeah. getting married? Like first of all, in order to get spousal support, I'm sure you got to be making a little bit of money for sure. But for those of us working class people, maybe making about fifty thousand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a hundred thousand a year, mm-hmm. I doubt that they giving out spousal support because I I don't even. It was a struggle for my mama to get child support from my daddy. Yeah. Do you think they was giving spousal support to my mama? Right. Nah. Nah. So anyways, the nerve of some people. I mean, you know, people will come up with any excuse to, you know, justify why they won't or, you know. I don't know what it is. Can't do something. A lot of people just felt like this. Like, why is it that the bad stories are always so amplified? You know what I mean? People love destruction and 
something bad happening to others. That's true. But it's crazy because that's, it's like that's why those stories jump out way better. And you rather read the whole article of that somebody who saved seven orphans from that's true. You know that's true. Wherever they were. Yeah. Well, the story's not as juicy. It it made me because of course you know they like yeah. But this is why I don't want to get married. And people are like, well, even people with money have marital issues and for sure. You know all this and that. So then I looked up like expensive divorces. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I was I found a couple, but I'm just gonna. I mean, I pulled. Let me pulled up six. Let me preface this. What? Doctor Dre's three hundred thousand a month didn't even make the list. No, he wasn't on the list. But I also don't know when this article was written. So, oh, it was written in May. Still so, didn't make the list. It was written in May. Okay. What I mean is, all I'm saying is, these are some big numbers on this chart. She she told me before we started. It's yeah. some big of numbers. Of course. All right. Now, here's, I'm going to call out the two, two, well, two, two of these y'all know for sure. All right. So, Bill and Melinda Gates, they were married 27 years. Microsoft. 27 years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, when they made their their divorce settlement or whatever, they basically their estimated one hundred thirty billion dollars in assets. Okay. They basically had to half it up. Yeah. <laughs> half Eddie, give right. me half. Yeah. So like you you look you've heard more about their story. Why did they get? How did it happen? If I'm not mistaken, he got like I think he was he got caught like cheating or something was i can't this the I actually e- was this the email situation i think so yeah Didn't but then he also but then they also had like some kind of little agreement set up where he could go and for like a week out of the year every year go and be with his like ex mm. oh like go mm. off to an island somewhere and be with his ex for a whole week who do that but you know what billionaires for the money maybe Maybe she needed vacation from him. Who knows? This dude looks weird anyway. <laughs> you know? I'll tell you a lot of people who have seen that guy and was like, yeah, I'll put up with that weird dude for $500 billion or however much he has. Yeah, know. whatever. Yeah, so anyways, they had to split their $130 billion. Yep. Although I think at the time, they're, I think they're still trying to figure that, that yeah, out. Yeah, allegedly. Because they have so much. Like it said... They signed a separation contract mm. for dividing their property and possessions, and they haven't been disclosed yet. So nobody really knows what is in that contract. So in their, whew, in their ex- most expensive assets, they have a 20-room family home in Medina, Washington, which cost $60 million to build and initially boasts 20,000 square feet of living space. Can you imagine? Yes. I, I want to know how but much. That's a lot. It costs sixty million to build, but mm-hmm. I'm sure, prop like the values have just like. Oh yeah, it's up there. So I'm curious how much that costs. All right. So, anyways, of course, and then they got to split up their shares in the company Microsoft yeah, yeah. and all that good stuff. AKA Big Money Melinda coming through. Yeah, would love to be her right now. She's. Even more popular right now than Tiger Woods is like. Remember that? Uh, yeah, that Elon. Situation. Elon got $700 million. No, no. That's how much he had. I don't know. I just remember thinking. Yeah, she got ahead. half of seven. Uh, Tiger's $700 million. Mm-hmm. Got him out here looking crazy, too. Well, he still had half of that. 
It didn't matter. Then she yeah. moved on. All right, next one was Jess. And, and yeah, it's crazy. After something like that, you'd be like, look, she can't go no higher than that. And she, she went did. and got another one. She did. Another billionaire. This is wild. That's wild. That's All right. wild. Next one was Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie. Basically, Jeff Bezos is the guy that founded Amazon, and they yep. were married for twenty five years, and they decided to split in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, they basically, based on this article, oh snap! I didn't even see that. I read that wrong the first time. So basically. This is going to make her the third richest woman in the world. It'd be like that. After this split. When you got it like that. Yeah. So she left Bezos with 75% of their shared stock in Amazon. Yeah. So she kept 25% and became the third richest. Mm-hmm. Ooh-wee. <laughs> and they had no prenup. Hey, man. That's real love, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, let's keep going. Yeah. The next one, which made me laugh Elon Musk and his wife, Justine. You're like, Justine? Who's Justine? Justine, Justine. That's not a song? I don't know. I don't either. Probably (laughs) Jolene. Who knows? Anyways, the billionaire Tesla boss was married to his first wife, whose name was Justine. And they were married for eight years Mm -hmm. after college. They had six sons together. Including their oldest, Nevada, who died from, oh, snap, sudden infant death syndrome. So sorry to hear about that. So after this, he sends her, Justine, $20,000 per month post-tax for clothing, shoes, and other discretionary items. That's wild. (laughs) And he also gave gave her their Bel Air home, and she said... The split saddled him with one hundred and seventy thousand dollars, average. Like the basically the monthly legal bills was one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Monthly. Monthly. All right, now well. I'm bringing up Elon Musk again. Okay. Because this article put him on there again. So apparently, he was the second richest man in the world, or is at I don't the know time. What he is. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. He was married to this lady twice. Got divorced to her twice. Her name is oh, so Tallulah. He just giving out checks. Yeah, Tallulah Riley. Okay. Tallulah. Like that name. So basically, she's an actress. I've never heard of this lady in my life. I need to go look her up after this. So basically, their first marriage ended in 2012. She walked away with $4.2 million. Mm. Then they got back together, got married a year later, and filed for divorce in 2015. So they were married again for three more Another years. Another three. Three more years. Then it said he had to pay her $16 million in the split. Right? That sounds like so much money. But look, he is currently worth about $166 billion. Listen, that's still a lot of money. But yes, he got big racks, big stacks. But that's wild. Yeah, and see, like, I can see some people with money saying, like, that's why I don't want to get married. That's why I'm just letting this bachelor, gigolo, pimp lifestyle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and just just be dating. Everybody who willing to date me. Yeah. Basically, or just have a bunch of long-term relationships with um, no commitment in sight, you know. She understands what I want. Obviously, yeah, because she also understands what she wants. True. So I want you for your money. You want me. And here's the thing. They realize that. I, I mean, I'm we're not on here glorifying divorces, obviously, but 
I'd like to know what happened in these last few years, or maybe it was ongoing. Maybe it was some things that were was lacking. Because when you look at those numbers, 27 years, 25 yeah. years, and then just, you know, rip it up. Well, why? I have a theory. Hmm. All right, y'all, we about to cut the heat up. Theory time. All right, we about to cut the heat up. All right. I've heard this song. It's called Nothing Left to Say by mm-hmm. Mint Condition. Okay. Go look it up. Anyways, the lyrics to that song are very, I don't know, it tells the story. But basically, in the song, they say something about the things that, the things I, the, the very thing that made me love you is the thing that's pushing me away now. Mm. And it's very possible that that could happen. And why do I say that? Yeah. Expound on that, Q. Yeah, so you got your hand on your hip. I told you I'm cutting the heat up. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I'm just, let's just break this down. All right. Trey is a very logical and analytical person. All right. He has to analyze everything. Mm. When I met Trey, I loved that about him. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I was like, ooh, he's so thorough. He gets all the facts. He know <laughs> a lot of stuff. Hilarious. Today. Today. Sometimes that gets on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> It gets, it gets on my nerves sometimes because sometimes I could just ask a simple question and I only have enough mental space for about this much and Trey gives me like, like you can't even see like a whole like lecture on it and yeah, like it's caused a lot of a lot of arguments, haven't it? Probably, yeah, over the years, yeah. But, I mean, listen, I don't want to, it's so funny. Like, the same the same people who say, you know, how can I put this? People are so, it's hard to give people what they really want because a lot of times they don't really know, right? So, you can have somebody who will say, like what she just said, like, hey, I like straight to the point answers, you know, yes, no. Okay. And then you give them those answers and then they're like, oh man, you're so dry. Actually say that. You think I'm, y'all think I'm just making this stuff up? This, this is real life. You know, you're not giving me anything. Like, I don't know. A different reaction. That, yes. So she knows where I'm going with this. So these type of things, you hear this and you try and what? Make adjustments because you want things to work out. You want these things to work. So then, okay, well, let me expound. Let me actually try and give a little more, a little extra. Trust me. If I could just give yes and no answers to everybody, I probably would. But I know people like to know why, and I just I just do that. So nonetheless... Yes, I can see how that would get on her nerves. But I just like people to know why. Why something happens. That way I don't have to come back and re-explain. Well, in my experience, it doesn't. I, I guess, like, hearing that now, it makes sense. But in the in the moment, I don't know if y'all have heard that term, mansplaining. 
Have you ever heard of that term? Yeah, I have. I just, I don't know. Personally, I just think it's made up for uh, Yeah, and it probably who, is, but everything's made up until it becomes. No, what I, what I mean by that is the same person who yelled mansplaining will do it to somebody else, but they won't say that they're mansplaining. If they're a woman, they won't even say I'm woman. It's, you know, it's just now, well, that was an explanation. Deal with it. But when it's the turn, you know, tables are turned, he's mansplaining. Like nobody's trying. I'm pretty sure somebody does. And this goes back to other past episodes that we've had. Like for me personally, it's all about intent. So if I know someone is not intending on, you know, like destroying me or making me, you know, bringing me down or doing all these kind of things. If I know someone's not doing that, I can't just say that they're mansplaining. Like maybe they genuinely want me to have the answer or, or know why this is happening. So I don't know. Well, what do you think about that? I don't know. In the moment, it's just irritating. Because <laughs> instead of you just like breaking it down, like elementary form, like, cause honestly, I didn't ask for like I might have said, Trey, what's the weather like today? No, and that's a that's a bad one. No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. Like, I might say, Trey, what's the weather like today? You would say no. Don't. There's that's a, a ch- there's a fifty percent chance of rain. Okay. And that fifty percent chance of rain means it's only gonna rain over fifty percent of Fort Worth right now. Oh, yeah, that sounds like And that. I learned that because I looked on Google and on Google it says it does that because there's a, a, a an actual device no, that lets them far. know how far it does that. That's a big Yeah, and far. I was watching this podcast and that podcast was talking about how six billion people don't know that this is how much space I have. This is what I got. Yeah. Now, that was an exaggerated form. But I see but what you're saying. Th- but that's what I get. I might be like Whatever asking it is. a simple question. Like, instead of you being like, hey, do you know why it only says 50%? And me going, of course I do. Thank you, though. And you walking away, you just spew out that information but not and instead in of a, me chopping not, you in the throat and being like, Trey, I know what that means. Yeah, but you do. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say instead, because <laughs> you do. And that's why lately, y'all, <laughs> lately, I've just been letting her, you know, do it herself. Like, a perfect example. These are real life. This is real life stuff right here. Q, last week, week before, learned how to uh, use the sewing machine. My sewing machine. Yo, son. Yeah. I was using it. I mean, now I guess it can be we. I mean, it's always been we, but I'm saying we bought it with the intent of me. So that's why I said mine. Our sewing machine. She's learned how to use it. She has questions. Personally, I had to explain to her why I wanted her to look at certain things and find out more than just me giving the answer because I wanted her to know the why behind why you're pressing this button so that when it messes up, okay, what is this button for? Okay, this is why it's messing up. Now, that being said, yes, there were times where I'd say, okay, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her because she directly asked me. I'm gonna tell her the answer and give her the why and you know help her out. There's been a few times where because of previous experience, yeah, you should probably Google blank blank blank. I know that that Google search will give her the answer. I have the answer, but I know I'm gonna want to tell her why. Here's the thing. Sometimes when people are close to you, when they're family, when they have a certain type of relationship with you, it's hard to receive an answer. It's hard to receive from them in general. The person that she Googles can tell her the same exact thing that I was going to tell her. I like the way she explained this. It makes sense. And listen, I take no offense to that because I understand the psychology. No, I don't. I understand the psychology of why that is. It's hard to get received from someone that you know and that has always been. It's not necessarily. No, it is. No, I feel like there's a tone that you take when you, because if you talk like she, she don't know me, so she's talking to me like a teacher. Yes, one plus one equals two. And then if you do such and so and so and blah, 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 then you'll get this Mm. result. I don't have a tone. My tone is the same every day. It's the same, but it's like, do you know why it does that? So, y'all. Have you checked the such and so and so? Like, you know what? I got it. What can I say? Again, (laughs) it's harder to receive. Because here's the thing. If I was a sewing teacher and she was in the class and I asked those same two questions that she just said, it wouldn't be as bad. It's almost like also how y'all know it might be harder for you to apologize to your spouse or your family member because of who they are. Whereas if it was somebody else random on the street, you'll you'll be more quick to apologize. It's just harder when it's somebody that, you know, I because I understand that, that. I don't take offense. I don't feel that way. All right. And then here's another thing that probably could be happening. All right, we've had this conversation off the show, and we're going to have it here again because we still ain't ever got to the bottom of it, and I feel like it's worth talking about. So I feel like Trey chopping me in the throat right now. He hates when I say feel. It's been my observation that Trey checks out. Hmm. During certain situations. And I had a whole list, but I lost it. Mm. Just know. Trey checks out on certain things. All right. We could be. Let, let me just go with something easy. He checks out when it comes to food. We've had this conversation before, even here on the podcast. He feels as though it's just easier to let me choose because in the past, it has been more of a big deal. Like it's been more of a priority or it makes more, it's like more significant to me to choose what we eat. Right. So mm-hmm. he checks out. So if I'm like, what are we eating for dinner tonight? Boop. Trey has checked out. He's left the building. I am no longer associating with this conversation. I'm not thinking about it. That's one thing. I also feel like, like, all right, we had this conversation about, like, heated conversations. Like, remember we were talking with some friends the other night? And we were talking about how, like, 
mother-in-laws. Let's just say they're, I mean, you have a father-in-law, but whatever. <laughs> my mother-in-law doesn't, I mean, mine, some, all right, we were just talking about mother-in-laws. All right. Now just think about the, the stigma that mother-in-laws have, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. being intrusive and nosy and very opinionated. And I was talking with a friend and I was just, you know, expressing my sympathy for her because I understood the pressure that you feel when your mother-in-law is around. You know what I mean? Like how, you know, you, you have to be a certain way. You have to make sure their son is taken care of. You have to make sure everything is up to par because your mother-in-law is on the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Trey was like, I can't remember exactly what you say, but it was something to the fact of, I don't think like that. She probably doesn't even care, like your mother-in-law. She probably didn't have any bad intentions. She's not doing it in a way to make you feel less than. She's probably just asking questions. Like, you know, I had brought up how his mom was here. They had came to stay during the snowstorm, and I was making cream of wheat. His mom walked in the kitchen and was like, how did she say it? She was like, is that how you make cream of wheat? And instantly, I got offended. And Trey was like, I'm sure my mom had no, like, you know, bad intentions on that. It it probably was literally from a good place. And I said, I, I understand that. But I know, like, behind that question, what she really wants to know or what she's really trying to say. Because that wasn't the first time she had said something. And now y'all know I'm a little insecure when it comes to the kitchen because I'm not in there often. So if you're trying to tell me I'm doing something wrong, just tell me. I don't even, I don't know. Yeah. I, I <laughs> was you, about to say you something. Basically, but. You basically were like, like, basically, you like, I would have just been like, okay. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, because y'all, it's, I don't know. When you deal with enough people, then you start realizing, like, certain people, you can tell when they have malice intent. And if you go into every situation that everyone is out to get you, everyone has malice intent, everyone, you're going to miss out on not only a lot of good people, a lot of good conversations, a lot of, but you're going to miss out on a lot of good in life. Like I just personally, that's what I believe. I remember saying, I just don't like, I go into every conversation. I go into every um, friendship, every, whatever it is with the best intent. He sure does. Now, whatever happens after that, that will prove itself out over time. See. But uh, I can't say, yeah, they're going to steal from me. I know it. Yeah, they probably will. What did I just put out there? What did I just speak? But no. I, so, yeah, w- when she was talking about that situation with the cream and wheat, I'm like, yeah, she probably was intrigued on, oh, that's a different way to make it. Because for however many years I've been making it like this, how are you? How are you making that? Because once I taste it and it tastes the same, dang, that was like five minutes faster than the way that I do it. Stolen, right? But if I go into it with, well, what's she trying to say? <laughs> I can make cream of wheat too. That's why I'm in here making it. <laughs> But, well, I just don't like for people to stand over my shoulder and, and watch me do something. But and here's the thing, like 
I I I don't know. That's just uh, yeah. But anyway, like in a situation, like even in anything, like I feel like, like stuff like that 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 brings out like anger and feelings like that. You literally check out. It's not true. I that's my observation because I could be like, do you see what this person is over here doing? You like do 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 do. And guess what, y'all? Like, I'm gonna give y'all a secret. This is a secret straight out of Trey's stash. I can choose on if I want to be angry, happy, indifferent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The key words there was I and choose. You choose to take offense. Like no one can put offense on you. Like I can't say, all right, now you take offense to what I'm about to tell you. And then you have to take it. Uh, taking offense is a choice. Take. Right? So if I'm saying I'm going to take offense to that, that was a choice that I made. I can take offense or I can dismiss it. I just choose, like, depending on the situation, I choose to just drop it or make up a reason on why it wasn't the way that the first thought that came to my mind said that it was. And I just feel like Trey grew up with pink glasses on. Also not true. I do. I feel like his view, like, and this may be why we're together because I have learned a lot, but there are some times where I'm like, dude, you don't even see what's going on. Also not true. I see everything. He does. He chooses. No, not all the time. I see everything. Not all the time. Not all the time. Don't even do that. Okay. You do not all, always. I'm not talking about not physically saying. I'm just like sometimes you don't. You're not aware something's going on. Like maybe the ill intent. Maybe like because I just. It, it could have just been maybe my upbringing. It could have been. I don't know. Who knows? But I just tend, we've talked about this before. I tend to see things from more of like a worldly view where I just, I just have to look at everything from all sides. I have to look and see if it's going to be something negative. Is somebody stealing? Is somebody trying to get over on you? Is somebody trying to be mean? They trying to be funny. And then I also try to see like, oh, maybe not, you know, dismiss all that, whatever, whatever. Positivity. They're my friend. You, on the other hand, I, do the I, feel same like, thing. I feel like you don't. I feel like you only see the good. But that's which is ridiculous. A good thing to, which is a good thing. <laughs> but I feel like there are situations that's ridiculous. where I have been right. Where I have been right. Where I've been like, I told you here's the, they was going to get your wallet and you were not paying attention. Well, here's the thing, y'all. If 96 or 95 or 90 out of a hundred, that's the case. I'm still willing to take it than to go a hundred out of a hundred with a negative mindset. I'm still willing to do that because those few, all that did was train me for what to look for in the next time. So now instead of 90, okay, now I'm at 91 because that one that they tried to give me on, boom, I saw it before. From that previous experience, I'm just not even going to mess with that because I, I, I remember. But I can't I just can't go into a situation or thinking about someone or it, whatever you 
I'm coming from the positive side first. How about how, let's put it like that? First off the rip is positive thoughts, positive actions. If you thought that was just something that I'm saying at the end, nah, that's real. real deal. I'm the negative one. And I'm not even I'm not even going to say that. That'll be something that she has to say. But you what want I, to, though. Here's the thing. There's a big <laughs> but he's difference. positive, so he wouldn't say that. You know why? Because I don't want to put that out there. <laughs> My wife is negative. That just doesn't sound good. I can't put that out there to anybody, let alone just out by myself. You better not say that. that but you see what I'm saying? But here's here's the thing, y'all. It's a lot of times when you sit back and you just uh, are just observant, you can see malice and intent from a mile away. But what, if certain, you're not, but what if you're not paying attention? That's see, and, and that's a. I don't know if maybe that's a tactic or what. See, because but I I'm was letting always you taught know. to pay attention. Like, you that's, need to be aware of your surroundings. Like, what's going on? So, so. Because, like, okay, in here's the situation. The thing. In the situation. When, you, when you're saying about, you're being taught like that, understand it's like, yeah, if I'm on a dark alley at 12 a.m. in a bad part of town, yeah, you better be on high alert. But it kind of looks ridiculous if you're in the best part of town. But it doesn't matter. In the middle of the day. We're in the world. Huh? There, are, there are bad people in I, good parts of town. I understand. But if you, if you. I have to think about it all. I understand that. And if I didn't, we'd be getting cheated left and right. This is not true. And I mean, you can make these claims all you want. But I'm telling you. Trey. I literally. I literally see everything from all sides. I've told you this. I've told others this. I probably said it on the um, podcast before. Life for me, every situation, every interaction, I'm on the edge of a coin. And I'm looking at both sides of the coin. Most people, well, I'm, I'm on this side of the coin. I'm on that side. I stand on the edge and I look at both sides. There's an edge of a coin. That's where I sit. So yes, I'm looking at I'm looking at um, see because what you don't realize I this is stuff that I study. See, she's saying I I go and explain a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's because I I I, I research a lot of stuff. Body cues, the way that someone how they respond, the word choice that they use. These are all things that I'm looking at that I'm gauging, and I don't have to say a word. But trust me. I know. These are the things that I do. All right. Well, it's not just you checking out and stuff like that. You also check out some other stuff. When it comes to food and stuff like that, personally, that's it's frivolous for me. Okay. Well, I don't me, live let, to eat. Let, I eat to live. Let me, let me tell you where it's starting to bother me, though, because well, tell us. Let me, let me tell just the tell you because I had to think about this. I was like, why does it bother me so much that trade checks out? Okay. Why, why does it bother me? Mm-hmm. It bothers me so much, and it probably has increased. It it bothered me a little bit a couple years ago. Like it started bothering me after mm-hmm. a while because I started realizing he like what he's do- like again the same thing that made me love you is starting to, <laughs> to not push me away. But it's it's basically y'all. She put um, all these divorces out there. This is it. This is what she's telling me. I'm not. I'm just talking about it. Oh, okay. I'm just talking about this. A marriage podcast where we talk about real stuff. Oh, this is true. And we're talking about how you live. Oh, but continue on before you forget your thought. Yes. Anyways, 
it, it started bothering me because there was one point in time we had a conversation where I said, I don't know, some, I said something to you to the fact of, like, you don't take initiative or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Not initiative. That might not be the word. But you, I just you didn't like that. that as well. Hmm? I said you did use that as well. I did? Yeah. Well, anyways, I didn't like that. I didn't feel I didn't like having to be the deciding factor on everything. I had told him that. And he explained that was how I found out. Well, from past experiences, I basically, you know, shot all that down that he was trying to do. And so, you know, here we are, whatever. So the reason why it's starting to bother me now is because now I'm a teacher. Right? You're like, where are you going with this? We know you're a teacher. I'm a teacher now for first graders. All right? These mm-hmm. kids, they follow you. Right? Mm-hmm. They do what you say. Mm-hmm. What do you want us to do? They follow your lead, your emotions, your everything. Yep. I have to do that. So, basically, I am on from 7 until 3.30. Mm-hmm. I have to be a picture perfect person. I have to have it all figured out. I make all the decisions. Kids come up to me every five seconds. Miss Scott, my nose is bleeding. My nose is bleeding. My shoe is untied. I need to go to the bathroom. Mm. What are we eating for lunch? And I didn't realize it until I don't know, maybe about April, how drained I was. And it was because I always have to be the deciding factor. Mm. At work. <laughs> At work. But I feel like when I come home, it's the same. And it, it's little. It's really little. But it, it it really, I don't know. It just started bothering me. Mm. And I couldn't put my finger on it until. That's wild. Yeah. I don't know. So the fact that you check out in, in some situations. What's I'm not crazy. saying in all. And what's ways. crazy, y'all? Is that I wonder has has Q ever thought about it from my side? I it, try. Does she think that I don't have to make any decisions and that I try. all the decisions that she's had to make during the school during the day, those are the only ones that have ever had to be made? And so that when she comes home, all the things that she has to then do at home are the only decisions that ever have to be made. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not I'm, saying. I'm saying has that ever crossed your mind? Has it crossed your mind that uh, maybe your husband has also no, making some, you know, you know what some it, decisions and some things that also are physically, mentally taxing? Well, I figure you can handle it because I'm a no, man. No, no, no. No, let me tell you what I think honestly it is. I this sounds so much worse, but not in that way. But at work during the day, I feel like hey, I'm gonna sound like a jerk either way. I see what <laughs> I feel like when you're at work, you I don't know how to, how do I say this without making it sound bad? Like, because I know that's not true. Yet you still want to find a way to say it. No, I'm not going to say it now. I'm just saying. <laughs> not going to say it. But I, I just, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I, again, things that are like, if food was, if food was my thing, I would care more about it. 
I would make the decision on food. Like that, I don't care. Well, so if check if if checking out for Kiana is equal to I I just don't mind what we eat. But you also don't have an idea. And you know why? I'm not sitting. So like, there have been times where I think that she's thought about the food multiple times during the day. I don't. I just think know of, that I want to eat. But again. There have been times, yes or no, where you've thought about food multiple times in the day. Occasionally. Often? Occasionally. Okay. But I've tried I've hey, tried over here's the, the thing. years to to like, yes, do I have something in my mind at all times that I would be willing to eat? Of course. But when I call you, hey Trey, what you doing? Not thinking you about hungry. Food. You I like, could eat. I could eat. And then what do I, I'm like, Trey, you got anything in mind? Nope. And then you don't even attempt. No, because look, y'all. Again, like I was uh, previously stated. I eat, but I, I don't think about it until it's that time. Like if it's that time, okay, then that's when I might start trying to think about what I want to eat. It's not something that I constantly think about. Or think about occasionally. It's when it's that time, okay, I'll eat. Now, a lot of times, if we want to eat together, then, yeah, um, she's going to ask that. And I'm going to tell her I don't have anything on mine. But I could eat. The only reason I say I could eat is because we probably are trying to get something together. There, I mean, otherwise, she literally could eat by herself, like go find something that she wants to eat. And I could eat a few hours later and it would be no problem for me. I don't know how it would be for her. It would be so that's why, for me, but that's I why I say I, don't, I could eat. I don't eat. want it to be like that, that meme we shared on uh, Instagram. I don't know. Where I come home with a bag of food. Well, here's the thing. That's always happened. What? That's always happened. Don't say always like every time. Say not, always like since we've gotten married, it's happened. That sounds it's, better. It's happened before. It's, Don't say it's, always. Okay. Um, that makes me sound like I'm just eating up everything. No. And not, looking at you crazy. Well, I'm not saying that, but uh, okay. Yes. You've forgotten about your boy a yeah. few times. Actually, this week. Yeah. And here's the thing. You know? I don't know. <laughs> like don't that know just either. is what it is. But I'm checking out. I've I've decided I'm I'm going to start checking out too. So th- and and guess what? That's also that's where you get into the weeds and the fine lines of See, but he like that, when when he does it. I'm not checking out. Y'all See because I've put a name to the only the only difference is I've I've put a name to it. This may not be exactly I don't think what it's checking doing. out. That's what I just said. It may not be exactly what he's doing, but that's what I'm calling it. That's what I've decided it is. And it may not be the actual definition. That's just, I'm like, okay, Trey's checked out again. And I've just decided I'm going to start checking out too. Now, because the way the, he does it. So listen, y'all. Okay. Because cool. I, I mean, I, I still should go. I still should go. The only problem with what she's getting ready to propose it's going to hurt her more than it hurts me. This is what a lot of people don't realize. When you start doing something because someone else 
is perceived to be doing that thing. And you're saying, I'm going to get back at them by doing that I'm thing. getting back. I'm just going to do it, too. <laughs> when you start saying, because they're doing this, I'm going to do this back to them. Remember, it's going to hurt you more you know, than it hurts that person. It's you know, almost like, actually, it's kind of just like, if y'all remember when, you, when you're on the road driving and you get cut off, Probably by accident, they cut you off. Boom. They need to get over to this exit. They exit off. And you're thinking about it from that moment all the way until you make it to your destination. You're mad. You're mad when you're at the, you know, when you're eating or when you're at work, you're thinking about it. Man, they cut me off. It's crazy. You're mad. You're boiling. That person that cut you off hasn't thought twice about you. They are at work. So you ain't thinking they're about me eating. They're doing whatever they were going to do and hadn't thought twice about it. But guess who's sitting there boiling and mad? And but that's the thing. What I'm, I'm saying is it's that not way. that's not the way to go about that's it. That's not what I'm doing. Because you have you probably have you noticed that I've been using some of your words on you? No. Yeah. Well see, when I shot it off, it felt good. I was like, this actually makes sense. That's good. That's good. It don't hurt me at all. Came in here the other day and was like, Can I, does this look okay? If that's the look you're going for, that was my response. Yeah. I wasn't doing that with no. It kind of was, though. <laughs> just based off of what she's saying, what she just said, it was. She did it because to her, that might not be what she's looking for. So I'm going to do it to him and see how he no, feels. You know why? You know why? Because I always get in trouble. <laughs> I get in trouble for what I say, or maybe the questions that I ask, maybe I'm not asking them the right way. So if I hear him say it enough times, I say to myself, okay, maybe that's how I need to say it. And so I start using it on you. If that's the story maybe, you want to tell you, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Because if if it's good enough for you to use it, I'm going to use it too. I agree. I, you know I'm always getting in trouble for the words. Listen. You going to tell me I'm not? Oh, I didn't say you weren't. I didn't say that. I got in trouble. What was that? I don't but know. that's not what you asked. That's not yes. what you said. I said, don't you want to go to the bathroom with me? No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm like, but you know what I meant. But that's not what you said. I didn't know what she meant, y'all. Like, I literally, it goes back to what I said probably 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I take people face at face value. What you tell me, that's what I believe. How we, until proven otherwise. Now, don't, <laughs> listen, don't look at me like I'm a gullible dude. I'm not. Trust me. Don't get out here. Get hurt. I'm literally saying, though, I don't try and take something somewhere that it's not before it gets there. And I think uh, that that's what starts a lot of arguments. That's what when we go into something thinking that it's something other than what we thought it was or wanted it to be. That's when we start getting ourselves. But what if mine is just discernment, discernment, discernment? The only problem is. If you go back to that person or you. You know, you follow but up. That's the th but how what many if I'm not acting? If I'm not acting on it, 
then I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. Right? All right. I just have to think about it. Think about what? Probably better not park over there. That tree might fall. Is that me being bad? It's not being bad. That, that's the kind of things I'll be thinking about. Please do not park up. Get out of this lane because that person right there, they swerve and they're going to be in your lane. you like, that's just that, that's just the way that I operate. I would rather get out of the way of trouble mm-hmm. than to sit there thinking, you know, like, they're okay. And, if that's and how then she, get hit. And if that's how she perceives me that's as do 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 do, then that might be the reason why she says that I'm checking out. Uh, that's probably what she thinks well, is going on in my mind. Is, the, but what the only difference is, but what I was taught is you'll have your AirPods in and you'll just. But what I was taught was what. You worry about your lane. If we're talking about the road, but if they're okay, you yes. worry about your lane while looking around at everything else. But your main focus is your lane. Your, because in you your mind, for other people. Yes, which is what I was about to get to. In your mind, you're driving for others. But if I'm staying in my lane, others should be standing there. But you can't think that you have because to. people. How many people? Because if have I'm fo- if I'm focused on your lane, have hit other people. If I'm focused on your lane, how can I stay in mine? I can watch your lane and mine. All right. That's why if I see you swerving in your lane, I'm getting out of mine. This is true. This is true. If I see you slowing up up there, I'm slowing down in mine because I'm not. I don't want none of that trouble. This is true. I mean, both are right. That's that's just I, how I, I see it. And that's how I feel like the situations go, too. I might be like, ooh-wee, I see some trouble brewing over there. And you're like, no, no, they're happy. No, no, no. I see it right over there. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I guess so. If that's a... And listen, if that's how you want to go about it, then that's (laughs) that's just on you. I I mean, there's... I don't know what else to say, y'all. Well... Y'all tell me. Just know we ain't getting divorced over it. But that's why people probably do get divorced. The th- the stuff that probably to like wrap this up. The the things that probably really attract you to someone, or you know, like the qualities that you really like. Oh, he's really into fitness, or you know, she is a you know avid reader or whatever. Six years down the road, you like, dang, all he want to talk about is sit ups, mm. or all she do is read. We got so many books in this house, we can't even you know get furniture. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just little stuff like that that start to like build. And next thing you know, you like, I hate, I don't even want to hear the word work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It's like little stuff like that. And, that. The, and the one way to remedy that, y'all, is to communicate. If you go and tell that person, like, hey, don't you think you're getting a, too many books? Maybe. I guess or I do like you think that. we can move them around? Or, hey, I know you're in the fitness, but it's kind of like, is there anything that we can do to maybe <laughs> lower this amount of equipment that's building up in the home? Heck, no, been, do you know anything else? We'll that see. Been my but, and, that, and that's why I you always say words, but, read? but words, words, they literally matter. <laughs> words matter. He hates it when I ask questions. Like that. Well, 
Don't like, you want to do something else? You got it. No. And here's the thing, y'all. <laughs> as uh, and I, I don't like to put it like this, but one reason for sure. You better say something about black people. I am <laughs> specifically me as a black male. One reason that I I do act the way that I do is because I I'm a firm believer of what you put out there, you will receive it back. And so I want to be thinking about positive things. I want to be thinking about people in positive matters because I already know that as this color guy, sometimes the first thing that they think about is not necessarily well or like good. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to make sure that maybe the majority of what I get back is better than what previous others in the past have experienced. And one way for me to do that is to put out good things and then hopefully they come back. It's not going to be always, but I, for the most part, I, I received pretty good, pretty good things. And that's, I don't know, it's worked for me for 28 years and I'm going to stick with it. That is Low true. stress. That's true. Uh, Everybody loves that. Trey. I don't know. They might not like me, but nobody says it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves Trey. And it's probably because of that reason. I don't know. But on that note, y'all, we appreciate y'all for checking out this podcast. I hope that you got something out of it. And listen, if you want to find out more, definitely go to hdylm.com. Remember, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, leave, a, leave a comment. What did you think about the main topic today? Is that wild? You can also send us an email at hdyloveme at gmail.com or you can DM us on IG at hdylm underscore podcast. Go ahead and follow that while you're over there. And also, if you want to see what's going on, again, go to hdylm.com. Remember, it's always grand gratitude over here. That's high thinking, strong faith, simple living, smart work. With that being said, peace.